Blog Talk Radio. This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Lewis. Today is Monday, October 24th, 2022. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider and never miss a show. Today, we have a very special guest. Tawana Blassingame is the founder and executive producer of the Full Figured Industry Awards and the CEO and founder of Queen Size Magazine. In 2011, she began publishing Queen Size Magazine, a monthly full-figured fashion and lifestyle publication for both men and women. Under her parent company, Cohesive Minds Incorporated, Queen Size Magazine has enjoyed 10 years of continued success. Tawana has recently embarked on a new journey. She is now the executive producer of the Full Figured Industry Awards, also known as the FASAs, and it is a prestigious ceremony of awards and of distinguished recognition honoring the craftsmanship and commitment to excellence across various platforms spanning the full-figured industry, from models, makeup artists, and designers to bloggers, photographers, entertainers, influencers, productions, and more. Through the magazine and the fires, Tawana Hatt and her team are continuously working to ensure that the full-figured and the big and tall industry is seen, heard, respected, and recognized. The Full Figured Industry Awards are happening November 5th at the Jamaica Performing Arts Center. And let's welcome Tawana to the show. Hi. Hey, Shanice. Thank you for having me back. I'm so excited to talk to you because this is what, your third or fourth year? This is my third year producing the fires. (laughs) Well, that's exciting. So tell us how did the vision for the Full Figured Industry Awards come about? Um, so I've had this I've had this crazy idea in my head for many years. Um, and I, for me, I watch a lot of the award ceremonies, and I'm like, why don't we have one, right? And so this thought was in my head all the time. And I was sitting back waiting for somebody else to start one. And I was like, okay, somebody has to do it. So, you know, I presented the idea um, to a few uh, trusted uh, friends, and it was like, oh, let's do it, let's do it, and um, you know, and here we are, <laughs> let's do it. And so, so that after was really- you, after you launched, you were thrown a curveball by the pandemic. So, are you excited to be back in person and open to the public? Oh, I am. I am ecstatic, honey. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not for the virtual events and I and I get it you know it opens up so many people who are not able to travel to events um to enjoy it but you know on the production side I I don't you know virtual events is not my thing. You want to actually hug and feel the people. Yes, yes. I want to see people in person. I'm tired of Zoom meetings. I'm tired of virtual meetings. I'm tired of virtual events. I want to see people. 
I want to get dressed up. Right, right. So what has been your biggest obstacle launching this brand? Um, the biggest obstacle will probably be in producing the um, virtual event. Um, that was tough. Um, I quit 10 times after that. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, um, everybody has really been supportive of the event. Um, you know, it really confirmed how much uh, something like this was really needed in the full-figured uh, industry. So, um, other than the virtual, not too many obstacles, I can really say. Um, you know, if I'm nitpicking, it'll probably just be getting people to read emails. <laughs> That's it. Right, and respond. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, what have you learned about the plus-size community that you didn't know before launching this event? <laughs> um, can I say this on the radio? No. Um, <laughs> let's be politically correct. Um, what, um, what have I learned? Um, I think I've, I've pretty much known everything that I was, I was getting myself into, um, when I got into, um, producing, uh, the show, you know, there are some people who, um, are unreachable and, you know, there are some people who are are not. So let's just leave it like that. <laughs> okay. Well, you being nice today. Yes. <laughs> I'm politically correct. <laughs> so for those who are listening and may not be familiar with the awards, how do you become a nominee for an award? Oh, this is an excellent question. I am so glad that you asked this question. So the, our nomination process um, begins in um, the beginning of the second quarter. So it's usually around April, May-ish, somewhere around that, that area, depending on exactly when we start. Um, there is a nomination form that we put out to the public, and people are able to go on based on the guidelines that we set on the form and nominate um, who they would like to see, who is deserving, I should say, uh, to be in these categories. And then, of course, we, we go through the, uh, the nominations and, you know, we have to vet everybody and then break it down to uh, semifinalists and finals. And then, you know, we get to the point of where we have our finals. But, you know, to short answer, there is a nomination form that everybody should look out for. So if you're not following us on social media, if you're not signed up for our a newsletter on our website, then I suggest you do that because we do put out quite a bit of announcements for that. And so when you say you vet the people that are submitted, what type of things are you looking for? So as long as they, they fit the guidelines. So, for instance, if our guidelines, since we're doing podcasts, okay, um, if our guidelines are you have to have been podcasting for five years, I'm not saying that's what the guidelines is. I'm just giving you all an example. Um, if the guidelines are you had to be podcasting for five years, you have to have an actual um, – website like your podcast cannot just be solely on social media um stuff like that so the nominees we have to go through each nominees and make sure that they fit those particular guidelines that we set so basically you're checking to see if anybody is lying yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) so we do get a lot of nominations that 
people don't fit the categories. So, you know, we have to make sure we do our due diligence. So how are the winners chosen? So so there's a two-step process to this. Um, We do get the the public involved. Uh, We allow the public to do um, public voting. And then uh, those final, I think it's like the final seven, um, goes to a private committee. And then they pick out uh, the winners. And, you know, that's how we get the winners. Now, how do you select your special award honorees? Oh, you know what? So for our committee, we talk about, uh, we have a list. We did this year one. Um, who are deserving in these um, in these honoree uh, categories. And we make a list. And we start reaching out to people. Um, you know, most people have been have responded, and you know that's how they're chosen. Some people don't respond, and we move on to the second one. But we created a, a, a long list year one of all the people that we wanted to see as honorees. Nice. So you already have all the people oh, yeah. that qualify. You just have to get through them in, in like ten or fifteen years to get through everybody. Correct. Correct, correct. Because there's so many people that are deserving of those awards. So, you know, it's just, it's not a matter of um, uh, if, it's just when we get to certain people. So are tickets still available or is this a sold out event? So tickets are still available right now. Um, We are at 75% capacity right now. Um, So, I, and I do project this is going to be another sold-out event. So if you want to get your tickets, make sure you get your tickets today. You can just go to our website, T-H-E-F-F-I-A-S.com, um, and just click the link for tickets and get your tickets. So wait till last minute. So this is a one-day event. You didn't make it out to be a weekend or a cluster of events. Oh, no, I don't have energy for that. <laughs> Uh-uh. One day, hon. One day. One day of awards and and that and that's it. We don't we don't need more than that. I understand because it will wear you out. It will. It will. I don't I don't have the energy for that. So without platforms like the Full Figure Industry Awards, most people in the plus size industry wouldn't get recognized, especially people who have paved the way. So why do you think your awards is so important to the community. For just the reason that you, that you just said. Um, we're not going to get, if we don't recognize and honor each other, uh, nobody else is going to do it. And so that's the reason why I wanted an award ceremony that was like completely non-fashion related. The only fashion is going to be the fashions on the red carpet of what people wear there. I didn't want a fashion show. I just wanted a night of honoring people. Because, you know, there are many fashion shows that honor um, honor people, um, which I love. Um, but I just I just wanted this just one one event that does that for the end for the industry. We have the BET Awards, we have the Oscars, we have the Emmys. Like, why can't we have one for the full figure industry? And you know, when you honor somebody that has paved the way. Sometimes the new generation aren't familiar with them, and you're introducing them to a new audience because I see a lot of people don't like to do research and don't like to Google. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That is absolutely true. And the thing is, I have learned um, of some people that I didn't know of, that I wasn't familiar with going through these process when we when I was talking to um, the team and we were going through uh, the names. And it was like, you know, we were teaching each other, like, you know, oh, you don't know this person? Oh, God, you gotta have, you have to follow them. And so um, that's another thing that I love about this because, you know, when we put out the, uh, the nominations, I know some people are like, who's that? Mm-hmm. Um, just because you don't, you don't know them does not mean that they are not dope and that they don't exist. Like, do some research. This industry is huge. It's small, but it's huge. There are a lot of professionals in this industry across the globe not just in New York. And that's the thing. A lot of, some of our nominees are, you know, out of the country. So we really want to expand. We don't want this to just be a U.S. thing because the full figure figure industry spans across the globe. Right. So we want to bring them all in. Well, that's exciting. That's exciting. So tell me about um, your sponsors this year. So our sponsors, um, Lane Bryant, uh, who have always been so supportive of Queen Size Magazine and um, the Full Figure Industry Awards, um, they are our sponsors this year. Plus Model Magazine came on. Um, our social, Even our social media um, correspondent for the Full Figure, um, for Queen Size, she came on um, as a sponsor as well. Uh, Hope's uh, Soap, she is. She has sponsored every year. Um, National Cars Days um, is a sponsor as well. There's more. Don't get me to lie in, but <laughs> uh, there are more. <laughs> They're on the website. Yes, yes. And everyone is, is really so supportive. Even if, you know, they, they can't come on financially. Oh, let me not forget MVP Collections also came on. Um, as well, even with people don't have the money to come on and say, I don't have money. Okay, well, what can you do? You can be a part of the event in other ways. So when you hear, when people hear sponsorships, don't always think, oh, I don't have no money to, to, to even help out. Mm-mm, open your mouth. How else can you help? And so are you still open to sponsors? I am still open to sponsors, although we are a couple of weeks away from uh, the event itself. So, you know, the sponsorships, you know, have to be customized within this short time frame. Um, but we can definitely make some make something happen for anybody who is interested in coming on board as a last-minute sponsor. Now, besides producing a major event, you published Queen Size Magazine that just celebrated 10 years. So congratulations. Thank um, you. So- Thank you. Tell us about Queen Size Magazine for somebody that may not be familiar that's been under a rock. <laughs> so we are actually, um, this is, we're actually in our 11th year. Last year we celebrated 10 years. This year makes um, 11 years for us. Um, and although last year we were in a pandemic, so it was like a quiet 10. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're we're just enjoying it. And I started it in... 2011 and the magazine itself was not a fashion magazine at all it was just really a lifestyle magazine um and it wasn't my first publication I talk about this often I started another publication I was just completely 
um, out of the out of my league with it. <laughs> but I knew that um, I wanted to get into publication, and so I knew I also knew that it had to be something that um, you know I can personally relate to if I was going to um, sustain it. You know what I mean? So um, I made it for full figure women because you know I am a full figure woman. So. Um, then later on, a couple of years later, one of my writers um, said, you know, let's introduce fashion into the magazine. So I was like, oh, okay, well, then that's going to be on you because I, I'm probably the least fashionable person, you know. Um, but, you know, I've learned. I've learned. And so we introduced fashion into the um, the magazine. So every month, the first of every month, we le- release an issue. Um, some changes that, that came down the pipeline. Uh, this year, actually, we are completely digital. We did away with print. It was oh, hard. I didn't know that. It was hard, that. but yeah, we did away with print. Um, one of the things that uh, we noticed during the pandemic, um, and we we tested this out, a lot of people did not want to get mail during the pandemic. You know, so mm-hmm. you know people spraying down stuff outside, leaving it outside to air out. So a lot of people did not want to get. Um, you know, the magazines during the uh, pandemic. And so we stopped it and we put a lot of our content online for people to read. And then we noticed that our readership just like skyrocketed. Wasn't really sure if it was because everybody was home and they had nothing else to do. So, you know, we introduced um, the print again uh, when things kind of calmed down. And we still noticed that a lot of people were still reading the content online. And so we was like, you know what? Let's just put the content online for people to read. And so January 1st of this year, we went completely digital. Oh, wow. Well, and I noticed on your website, you have, um, in addition to the magazine online, you have blog posts. Now, are those blog posts articles from the magazine or that's totally separate content? So yes, that's that's for the magazine. Got it. So it's yeah. easy to access and share. Yes, it's easy to access and share. We live in a digital age, and so we have to make sure that you know we are, we're keeping up with the time. I don't know right. what next month is going to bring, but for now, this is where we are. Now, this is a question a lot of my listeners will want to know: How do you select your cover model and feature stories? <laughs> That's the question I get a lot too, especially after the the magazine dropped. So the cover models, um, some people purchase uh, the cover, and then there are some people, depending on um, the month and my vision, uh, I would reach out to particular people um, because you know I I can just see this person, um, you know, living out this vision that I have in my head. And that's who I would choose to be that particular cover model. Or if it's a particular story, maybe something is going on. For instance, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month that we know. Um, Mm -hmm. So if that's going to be my focus, then obviously I will reach out to someone who is either a survivor or, you know, someone who can relate to that story in some way. It could even be a physician or something like that. But it just depends on my vision. And then when people purchase the uh, the covers, um, the same thing. I work with them on what is what is it that you want to convey in your, your cover story. And then we figure out what month would work best 
that's what, you know, what their vision is. But, you know, there's a lot that goes into choosing other covers. The models themselves, the same concept applies. It may be, you know, have a vision and I open it up and we're accepting submissions. We always accept submissions for models as well. Now, if you purchase a cover, um, do you mind sharing how much that cost is? Oh, it's three fifty for the cover. Okay, so for somebody that's looking for exposure and mm-hmm. getting their face and name out, that's a good deal. It is a it is an excellent deal. Three hundred and fifty dollars to be on the cover of a magazine is is a steal. Right, and then get introduced to the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how much in advance do you have your content secured? Have you start working on twenty twenty three? Like if I want to pitch something to you for twenty twenty three, is now the time or you don't go that far in advance? Oh, um definitely now is the time. So <laughs> normally the beginning of the year, um, we are working on from April on. So um like in April, we're doing quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, and quarter one. Got and we all sit on the phone. Yeah, we, we work in advance because I like for the writers to have their assignments well in advance and not month to month. So this is a professional production. This is not no bootleg show. Oh, no, this is um this is learning from experience. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Learning from experience. So who are you looking to connect with and collaborate with for both of your brands? So, so funny. Um, I was just talking to, it's so funny you asked me that question today because I was just talking to someone um, today. And for for both brands, Honestly, there's one person that comes to mind, Queen Latifah. I would love to get in front of Queen Latifah to talk to her about um, Queen Size Magazine and the fires. Now, if you can't get a superstar, come down a little lower. And <laughs> then, who who is somebody we could, I might could connect you with? <laughs> um, probably you. Well, you know I've always supported. I know you always you always support missionaries. That is no question, without a question. Um, but yeah, I think you would probably. I have some ideas that I wanna I wanna pitch to you anyway. And we talked about this, but other than that, um, who I'm not connected to that I would love to connect to. Hmm, I have to think about that because I I don't know now. Well, let me tell you, March 2023 is the 15th anniversary of my podcast. So save Say your space in the March 2023 magazine. Say less. You got it. <laughs> you got so, it. So do you have anything else happening that we could be on the lookout for? I don't know if you have the capacity to do anything else with all of this. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, no, I'm not, I'm currently not working on anything else, um, you know, other than motherhood and working in, um, healthcare in these crazy times and, um, 
I also picked up um, soap making as well. So, um, yeah, tapped into my creative side. I mean, because, you know, producing an event and uh, producing a a publication is not creative enough for me, but um, (laughs) I just wanted to learn something uh, different. And that's one of the things that um, that I've learned from uh, my boss that I work with in healthcare is um, she always said, you know, every every year you should learn something different. And so I so, picked up uh, soap making. So that is for fun, not a new business you're about to launch, right? Uh, no, that is going to be a new business. <laughs> I have already, believe it or not, I have always already fulfilled many orders when with the soap. I started in October of last year. And I, I never saw you posting about soap. What you know what? I, I have not posted about it because I feel like I do so much on social media. I just don't want it to get lost. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out really how to how to really market that separate from fires and queen size. And it's been a challenge for me because Everybody, like, even when the fire started, the fire is supposed to be a completely separate entity, but everybody linked it back to queen size because of me. So everything gets lumped into queen size because of me. And I'm trying to figure out with the soap how to just make it completely separate. And I haven't figured that part out yet, but once I do, I will start um, marketing it. But well, you know, you I think it's a negative thing that everything goes no, together. No, not necessarily a negative thing. I just want to tap into um, a different audience, other Got than it. full figure. I like. I don't want people to see the soaps and just connect to just full figure. You know what I mean? Got it. Got it. Right. This is a whole. This is for everybody. Right. Right. So that's that's been one of my challenges with the um, the soap making um, thing. Um, but every all my sales have really just been word of mouth, and it has been lucrative so far um, and fun. So, you know, once I'm ready to really launch it and take off, then I'm going to be really excited to just introduce that to the world. Like, I, I, I guess I just did, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I didn't know about it. You just introduced it. So yeah. <laughs> are, are you eventually going to quit your day job? Because this is going to be your third company. No, no, I, and so I was talking to uh, Phil yesterday, right, because we were talking about the lotto, and I asked him, I was like, if you win the lotto, would you, would you quit your job, right, and we both were like, no, I wouldn't quit my job only because I, I'm really passionate about my, my job, and I love my job, so I probably won't quit my job. Okay, you actually love what you do. I do, I do. Anything that I do. I love what I do. Like I don't commit myself to things that I don't I don't love and I don't enjoy. Well, that's good. Well, that what keeps you going. It seems like a lot, but it's not really a lot when you're enjoying it. Yes, yes. You make time for the things that you love. That's what they say. So I make time for it all. So thank you for making time for me today for this interview. Thank you. And before you go. Tell us your official websites and social media pages where we can keep up with everything you have going on. Absolutely. So for Queen Size Magazine, um, the website is queensizemagazine.com. 
Um, and our social media is Clean Size Magazine across the board. Um, for the Full Figure Industry Awards, our website is Thefias, dot com. And um, the same with our social media, with the exception of my Instagram, since Instagram decided that they wanted to deactivate my um, my page. Oh, um, yeah, so you had to start all over. Yes, yes, Instagram, I'll tell you. Um, so the Instagram is all spelled out, the Full Figure Industry Awards. Yeah. Well, well, awesome. Keep up the good work. You're doing amazing things. You don't have the the page set up for the soap yet, do you? No, I don't have the page set up for the soap, but I will. I will. Okay. I'm going to get on that. That is going to be my goal for 2023 is to really officially launch. um, It's called Purple Stamp Soap. Oh, okay. That's the exclusive I just got. Yes. <laughs> yes. Purple stamp. So it's my favorite color. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. You know, you always have my support. However, we can collaborate or whatever I can do to help you. You know, I'm always a call or a, a DM away. So I know. Thanks again. I appreciate thank you. you. And enjoy the rest of your day and uh, be blessed. Thank you. You too, Shanice. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. And thank you to my guest this evening, Tawana Blassingame. Make sure you support the Full Figure Industry Award that is celebrating our community and make sure Queen Size Magazine. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting me. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.